cliffcentral.com. Please be aware that this show contains crude and foul language. If you are sensitive to topics like science or religion, we cordially invite you to please fuck off now. Thank you. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Gusper Radio Show. In the year of our Lord, 2017, on Tuesday, the 20th of June, I was struck down by a germ, one single fucking germ, but I'm not well. And thus I decided, Akhani Vier, it's a repeat, Ni Akhano may spun fra or my help. Akhamay spun and spun. So it's for the first time that I'm not there while it's live. And it is the Gusper Radio Show with the Gusper Radio team today with Gavin in Achter die stuur van die skip vandag, Hannes. So ek hoop jy dat geniet het, ek gaan luister, as ek wakker is, en levendig is. <laughs> ek kan nie hard lach nie, nou hoes ek. Ok jylle, geniet die show, en do your damnedest. Dasai, dasai, goeiemorgen, good morning, welcome to the Casper Radio Show. Today it will be presented by Gavin Prince and myself, Hannes Brimmer. Um, goeiemorgen, Gavin. Goeiemorgen, ek kan myself nie hoor nie. Hallo, is dit beter? Daar ek nou. Goeiemorgen, Hannes. Um, ja, dit is lekker om hier te wees, maar dit alles komt in een prijs. Oh. Uh, is baie jammer om te hoor dat Kassie bykie siek is. Ja. Hy is nou nie met ons vanochtend nie. Casper, um, ons dink aan jou en ons hoop jy sterk vinnig aan. Ek stem, ek stem 100% saam. En ek wil graag vir ons luisteraars, die twee wat gaan luister na Gavin en Hannes volgen, stuur asjeblief vir Kassie boodskappe van Get Well Soon. Ons WhatsApp nummer is, ons WhatsApp werk, ne? Yes, nee, I do. Ons WhatsApp nummer is 079-748-2090. Ek gaan wees daarig sê, 079-748-2090. Ek vind jou nie so my in Engels ook vir ons doen nie, Gavin. Ah, you know what, so, um, I want to invite our listeners to please send Cassie some messages, because I believe that the more we mobilize um, society in ons luisteraars, die, die, die gauwer gaan Kasper um, gesond, gesond word. Ek so the number is 079-748-2090. Ah, daar is sy. Hoe gaan het met jou? Dit gaan, dit gaan goed met my, dit is nou interessant met die dat Kasper ook so'n bykie siek is, dit is tyd van die jaar, jy weet, um, waar alle kwale eeuwenskielik opduik. So ek, ek was, ek was maand, ek het nie, ek het maar een kakkerige jeugdag naweek gehad, letterlik, want um, ek het um, gastroenteritis gehad. Sjoe, ouch. Dit is een fancy woord vir maaggriep. Oh my uh, basically, goodness. Uh, ja, nee, ek het, ek het spoedpest gehad, 
poefsekte. Ja, dit het soos, soos, soos die nail uit my uitgeloop, in, in vloed. Het jy, het jy medikase gekry? Ek het medikase gekry. Ek het eerst gedink, want ek was die naweek in Noordwest gewees, en ek weet, hulle het waterprobleme. So, die donderdag toe ek terugkom, ek het hier so, toe ons die pre-recording gedoen het, het ek maar nervously hier so gesit, en maar probeer om nie te poep nie. Maar gedink het sal nou weggaan, en toe toe het het nie weggegaan nie, en toe gaan ek na die dokter toe, en toe gee hy net vir my pille wat my opstop, en die pijn bykie weg, wat my toe dit ook nie rare gehelp nie, dit was net soos, dit was soos om een te klein prop in die bad te druk, dat was nog steeds lekkasies, ok, ek het nou hierdie vision, ek het hierdie vision my kou, and you know why I'm laughing, is because I experience exactly the same thing, I also had like a tummy problem, and it's not, it's not something that you would like share, like I share like a a headache, you know, or my back operation, my yes, my maag, want mense, as jy vir mense, if you you tell people you've got a runny tummy, they they look at you with a little bit of judgment, as well, (laughs) wat het jy geëet, as wat jou skuld is, as wat jou skuld is, ja, en het is so of bykie gruis, jy weet, so mense, ek denk, mense probeer altyd so, en please don't tell me about it, maar, dit is nog steeds a valid sector, dit is nie, want dit is voel bykie foil, maar dit is nie. En, soos jy gesê het, met die badprop, like, toe ek by die, by die, by die apteker kom, en ek sê vir my, hier is my probleem, en ek het verskrikkelijke pijn, en I mean, I mean, heavy pain, and he, he made a suggestion, that I almost, like, I almost, like, I almost died, right there, with what, met die badprop, like, oh my god, ja, ja, like, oh, my god, maar dan gaat het ons nou net opstoot, of iets, dit is weird, dit is weird, en dan wat hy vir my sê, without giving too much detail, dit was sê, ach, because I looked at him confused, I said, what, where must this go, this tablet, and then he's like, I'm sure you've got Vaseline at home, Mr. Prince, oh my god, hy het gevang, hy seker kas weer luister, en gaan so, wat sy kak praat, hylle nou, Vaisha, maar dit is soveel so, dat ek maandag toe nou maar in die raas hospital toe is, want ek het naar die ER toe gegaan met die gedachte, dat hulle net vir my antibiotika gaan gee, toe sê hulle nie, jy gaan met oorslaap, hier so in die hospital, wat die eerste keer in my leven was, wat ek in die hospital geslaap het, so that was actually like a little holiday, <laughs> but as the other thing is, is as means now, I can now I, this is what I discovered is if you've got a bit of a tummy bug and someone asks you what's wrong, you look a little weak and dilapidated. All that you're now saying, you're in the era, and you want your snacks and kijk as you say, no, I was just having a cleanse. <laughs> I can need to begin a cleanse. <laughs> and I can recover now. Yeah, yeah. But to, to sit now, and you're now ook onlangs hospital dramas gehad met your rug and alles. And they're funny places, aren't they, Gavin? They, yeah. it is, it is. Dis weird, en vooral in die licht van die verhaal, so ek le, en die, die oom langs my, 91 ja. jaar oud, 91. En, hy, en hy begin net so die, want hulle sit ons die, um, die naald in jou in, en dan sit ja. ons na die medikasie, ek het parasitemol gehad en so, hy, hy rik het uit, hy rik het uit, en dan sal bloed, everywhere, en is net ek in die kamer, so people like that, people get temperamental in hospital, but this is how real, that's the golden rule is that uh, if you are in a hospital ward, make sure that the other person that's in there with you is more difficult and sicker than you are, then you get the nice treatment, because at least you're not so much trouble as the other guy who's that on, explains on why the nurses were so nice to yeah, me, that yeah. explains it, and the other the other oom 
I find like patients to be very sort of that's a camaradskap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hospital kost. We beat this together. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know how your understanding was, but the course you had, you long enough to be a course. Well, I can't be very happy. No, no. But I get, I get long enough to be a course. It was for me actually not so hard. No, mainly just because I didn't have to make it. Where did you go? Where? No, I had a beef casserole. Got. Sure. And it was lekker. It was no, it was a bit salt. But it was edible. At least, yeah. Ek het, ek het, ek het die oom langs my, het nou a- ander oom. Ja. Ek, het, ek was by verskye sale. Ja. En toe het hy, ek het om op, op, op die phone gehoor, hoe hy kla oor die hospital kost to his wife. And ja. he was just like complaining and no, complaining. Dis kakker is jou kost. <laughs> yeah. And then, mees is, is this shitty food. Ja. Yeah. And then, and then I, when he put the phone down, I burst out laughing. And yeah. he looked at me, why are you laughing? And I said, because I feel exactly the same. The, the food is horrible. Yeah. And then he called his wife back and he said, lovey, bring extra, please. And then I had, nice. I had lovely, I'm a meat lover. Yeah, I love yeah, yeah, my yeah, yeah. meat. Oh, but, no pun intended. <laughs> but I, like I loved, his wife made biryani, mm. but with beans, like red Beans mm. in it. Nice. It was absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah, that clink, that clink fantastic. Yeah. And see, and that's the thing is good food that you get from, from relatives. That's what makes your recovery so much quicker as well. You know? mm. Because mm. my mm. daughter, and it was so cute because they came to visit, but she's too small to come into the ward actually. Yes. And I didn't really realize, I, mean, I was a little bit dazed and confused and I was pain medication with Troka. Mm. So I didn't realize that she's not allowed to come in. So I, I shuffled down. And that's another thing about hospitals. It's a Great equalizer because you mm. can be rich or poor. Everybody's scoffle in a little pajamas with a little drip long. Yes, right? Everybody's yes. the same in a hospital. Yes. Um, and then they came to visit, but she insisted on bringing one of her teddy bears Aww. for me to keep me company. It oh, was Ronnie so Direnoster. <laughs> yeah. So I had it by my bedside table and, and that made me feel so much better. You oh, know? Wow. Yeah, so, wow. So that wow. helps. Mm. So in light of that, I hope you don't mind, but I thought I'm going to play a song. Yes. Especially for Casper yes. in his illness. And hopefully the, the messages will start coming through shortly now. Yes, please. Um, I hope he feels better soon and that that I will see that it, that it, you will not be a borskigie bly and that yes. it not erger word. Yes, yes. Um, so you will, that this, um, illness is a, is a battle. Verstaan, dit is een mm. fight. Mm. Je weet, so, soos Rocky, hoop ons dat jy gauw beter voel. Cassie, hier soos vir jou ietsie om jou aan te sterk.
Net so wie Drama da, so mit die Gong, Gong. Okay, das ist eigentlich ein Vorkopf gewesen. We got it right in the end. Uh, that uh, is fine. Ja, so hier ist uns now. Uh, Gavin, vertel mir ein bisschen von jouw week. What happened this week? Was hat jij gesehen? Huh? This week, my week, that, that's so bad, what has happened. My, my week consisted mostly of um, fighting. Fighting, work, work-related fights, I'm guessing. Huh? Work, work-related fights. And when people abuse like this little nice face mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. think that they can like walk all over me. Yeah. But they keep forgetting that I come from a area in Cape Town called Athlone. Um, which is um, where we are taught like survival. Yes. And we are taught to fight for your rights and for yourself and for your existence. Yes. Good stuff. And yeah. that is, and that is what, and that is what I've been doing this week. And also, like my personal, I always, I always believe that, um, um, my life does not revolve around one person. Yeah. Because I don't need anybody to move forward, right? Yes. So, and I've now applied that in my business as well. No, but that's clever. That's, yeah, I mean, yeah, business strategy teach of it. I can follow that advice, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're very busy at the moment, and I think like, uh, this relates to some of our Casper radio show regulars and our uh, other members of the team, of course. Vertel ons a bit van Betty's show. Uh, it's now Bernard Boos, uh, one of our, um, the other members of the team. Uh, Betty Bangles, uh, as uh, she is also known. Um, you're involved, you're doing the PR for for the show and um, it's coming on via it's uh, starting on 7 July uh, I'm sure he's very excited about it how do you feel at this point in time was that funny fights what you got did you and Betty screaming matches up before and got it oh no even though we can be bitchy like in studio yeah um, there's like with Betty and me there's like there, there's like an overwhelming sense of mutual respect yeah. Uh, we, and we've actually become closer now that I'm like doing PR for, for the show. Yeah. The show's doing amazing. I always, I can believe in something and I can believe in a brand. Um, and my job is to pitch like a certain brand that's presented in front of me, but I love the reaction of the media when we sell. Betty Bangles uh, and the Dossers. Yes, yeah, and absolutely. it's been it's been an insane ride. Well, I've been I've been seeing certainly that every single newspaper, every single Sunday newspaper ran something this past weekend. <gasps> uh, there was any times, there was an English Kuranto, and I think it's just it's not because it's just a show that's going to be on via uh, an Afrikaans channel about drag queens. I think it's the first time that we have a show in. On South African television That kind of takes that As a subject matter And it's tongue in cheek And it's going to be fun And it's I mean mm. it obviously Draws inspiration From from other shows That we've seen internationally Like uh, RuPaul's Drag Race And that kind mm. of thing But it's its own thing And it's 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 Perhaps subject matter That people might be A little uh, scared of Initially Which is great That the media Is jumping on board And kind mm. of Helping to break down Not only people's Preconceived notions But getting them to Tune in To a South African yeah, first Yeah and also what 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 was and and Betty was very clear about this at the beginning she's well Bernard um he said at the beginning that he wants to he, he wants to like like tarnish that sort of perception yeah. about 
drag queens being like mm. freaks en ons wil, ons wil net een rokke aantrek en, en jy yeah. weet en ons wil vrou wees and it's not about being a woman it's about being an artist and an entertainer exactly yes. and yeah. getting on stage and doing your thing the, um, there was a newspaper that had like they wrote an amazing article mm. but they instead of saying the 7th of July they said the 17th of July the show comes out so, I saw that I weet what the Quran so we were so we were slightly, slightly like, because that is, I mean, mess up everything, but don't mess up like the first day, because I mean, on the 17th, it's not a day when they're going to be on the ground. So we were like quite, like, I was just like, <gasps> and then, because uh, Betty and Betty were sending frantic messages at like 8 a.m., on a Sunday morning yeah. And when you get a WhatsApp From yeah. Betty at 8 a.m That much of you drama Yeah So uh, But they 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 realized their mistakes I mean everybody makes mistakes So they realized their mistake And they 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 corrected it online So all the online posts And, and social media And things like that But You know um, It's still in the printed yeah. newspaper So while we are grateful I mean she looked amazing uh, We had like Almost like A Like I wouldn't say half a page, but it was like a big space in the newspaper. Yes. And she was in, um, she, she, she was in the Saturday newspapers as well. One in Cape Town, really? one in Johannesburg. Yes. And there are lots of things. And so what's happening now, our next step with Betty, um, Betty's having a private preview. A private preview. Yes. A private viewing. Are we all going to be invited? You are all going to be invited. And so what we have decided is we're going to in, we, we're going to invite like obviously Betty's friends, but, but, um, some of some media, uh, that said to us, because remember now we are in PR. So I call you. It's all about making someone look good as well. Yeah. But so when someone says maybe, then you're not totally convinced. So we want those maybes. Yes. To to come to, yes. To come and view. Uh, like one or two of the episodes, yeah. and let me tell you, Anas, I saw. I mean, I said this last to Casper to Cass as well. Um, I saw the first episode. It is like the producers and the editors. They did like phenomenal Sterling work. job. Huh? It's proper. It is like of international standard. Like I absolutely, absolutely, I'm, I'm, absolutely I'm amazed. And, and here comes the thing, the, the power of digital media and your, and your job as, as, as PR person. Has it changed dramatically over the last five years? If you're advertising a television show like this, for example, and the people involved, I mean, you know, that, that saying there's no such thing as bad press, but it seems that these days, there is potentially, I mean, you want to make someone look as good as possible because there's so many platforms that they are being kind of, uh, you know, focused on and, and so many ways that you advertise something. Has it become more daunting over the last five years to be in PR or is it easier because we've got greater access to media? Uh, you see, it is, it's diff, it's, I would say it's challenging. It's challenging because we are in a digital, like we're in a digital era. Yeah. So, uh, to sell, like, I don't, I don't consider social media is important. Yes. But it's not what your clients pay for yeah. in terms of their publicity. And me, means is by old school. Yeah. You will know your photo and your story and your maatskapijse naam in the Quran. Yes. You weet of your naam. You weet? Yeah. And how good you do. They want to see it like in print. They want to see it on TV. 
and you want that, and then and then someone can tweet something stupid on the side, and uh, and it's okay um, because that then creates the controversy. But because what something I saw um, in the course of this past. Um, Weak, which actually surprised me because there wasn't that big a hoo It's bigger hoo if he's talking cock. But uh, Steve Hofmeyer's sixth, sixth, sy sixth kind is geboren hier die week. Wat van ons weet? Maar ek bedoel, ek weet nie meer nie, is hy een moroon? Of is hy, ja, ek wonder net die hele tijd, is Steve een moroon of is hy een mormoon? Want, dis net meer kinders en, maar die interessante ding, not that I want to spend too much time talking about him, maar dis asof dit stil het, someone sharing good news, is minder aandagwekkend as wat hy nou sê, een of ander grootse statement gemaakt het by een of ander saamtrek in Oranje. So it's interesting what really what is newsworthy, you know, yeah. and, and in olden days, um, oh, kijk, so prachtige baba, would have made more news than mm, any mm. random statement. You exactly. Know? So it's and it's almost like, it's like, um, it's, it's very interesting that, that you're saying that, and that is the consumer, hey? And, and something that, that I must mention when, okay, this is years ago, 1997, yeah. uh, Princess Diana, like icon of the world, she was in a car crash in Paris, yeah. right? Yes. And, Ek was a journalist by die burger in die kaap en had het tanny ingebel en gesê, and I mean, we've, we had like thousands of phone calls, but that, that is that one phone call that ju- that's just stuck with me. Yeah. I mean, now we are in 2017. And this lady said to me, you killed Diana. Huh? I'm not buying you anymore. And she put the phone really? down in my ear. I was just like, oh. you killed Diana mm. because the media kind of killed mm. her. Mm. It was. It I was. I was in the UK with the, the when Princess Diana died, and it was what? incredible to it. Yeah, um, it was the, my year after matric, and I was in the UK, and then Princess Diana died. Uh, a side note to the story is that may or may not have been the very first time in my life that I smoked dacha. <laughs> so I woke up the and next morning. It wasn't morning. in Amsterdam. Uh, no, it wasn't, and I was I was absolutely convinced it was my fault that Diana died. <laughs> Why? Om het ek duivelse dinge gedoen het. Daar in die verte. En, en, so I was convinced, but, but that was the biggest media circus mm. ever prior to social media even But existing. what did you see like on the streets? Like why, why, why did you explain? Oh no, it was that whole thing where the, the local uh, kind of little town, town's plane um, mm. had flowers and everything. Um, oh. Yeah, no, it was, it was quite crazy. My, my, yeah. my, 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 I had read onlangs that there's um, the Habhabroer Ja. Um, wat is sy naam? Charles. Charles yes. Spencer het is hevig gekritiseer om, omdat hy nie haar gedenkteken, omdat hy net een mooie skoon hou nie. Rarig. Dag, like, hy uh, vormen, hy <laughs> vormen chef, like, went to yeah. town, like, from BBC, Sky News, and everything, and he spoke, and he said, like, Princess Diana, like, look at her grave, like, this is, this is her legacy, yeah. seriously, do something about it. Maar, maar nou, juist in licht daarvan, I'm gonna play a song now, ja. dit, dit is so klein beetje, want hy is een van my heel gans songs op aarde maar twee ook, omdat ons conversation kind of went a slightly morbid route with the death of Diana en Kasper wat siek is Lord, hospital en ek wou jy gevraad maar ons gaan later erbij uitkom ons gaan een spookstory vertel so I had this line up for this but it still seems kind of fitting there's a tong in die kies song so it's kind of also you know Very, very good song, but it's not good. is the machtige William Swart met. And now we're going to talk about Bernard, and the song is over a letty. Jesus is over a letty. 
Like fast the price for communists Make the passion of the blood and the blues bomb Stay by the sunny side specials As a full band met a refill on your bar Say to say it's a comes for the dance You may place a sledge like poor anymore Die Bas laat in die hand en alle tukens was daar Ons uit mekaar verstaan, ek en sy We need a let you, we need a let you We need a let you, pas jy nou We need a let you, my valentine kom van Sieve maanden later, wat ek wat om vir haar te gaan aflaai Toe stop ek vir een kuiken, maar die kefie was die tuiken van die draaifbaan Ek bedel en drentel en bly aan my karafan Ons diepste omhelsing stok by my in slow motion So waar, letty, letty Ek dans met my hende vanavond Hand aan hand, hand aan hand O little letty, o little letty O little letty, wat jy dan? O little letty, my valentine kom gaan and we are back on the Casper radio show and it's time for us just because I couldn't find this thing to welcome our very special guest this morning, uh, one of my favorite people in the world, and I specifically chose the Superman theme to play there because he's a super guy, he's a super comedian, but he also has a deep love for all things geek and all things superhero inspired. So, uh, uh, Gavin, uh, uh, you've just met him, uh, ladies and gentlemen, in Radio Land. Kasi, ek hoop hy draai goedkeuring weg, Mr. Vittorio Leonardi. Thank you, son. It is a good feeling to be here defending the studio. Oh, great. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. This is good fun. No, we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, Vic, it's lovely to have you here. You're one of my favorite people and one of my favorite comedians. Um, plus, we share a field of interest thanks to the fact that um, you're also a fan of superheroes and aliens. Indeed. And uh, um, Gavin, tell me, how, are you, um, how do you feel about role play? Role play? Yeah. What 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 word does it elicit in your, no, your thoughts? Proper bedroom. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. As mama, as mama, you're from Susan Noon on the drive. To book for the past with Biscop. I'm I'm like sadly, sadly or not sadly, whichever way you take this, but I'm married to one of the most conservative men on the planet. Oh, is it? Okay. So, okay. so role play, he would just laugh at me and continue with 
like what el- whatever else is doing. I'm game for like a lot of things. Yeah. Okay. okay, but see, but so, so how is it being married to Michael Pence? I mean, <laughs> it's good that you have those connections, but I wouldn't go using them just willy nilly. You know? yeah. Now, the reason I asked is there's a there's a different type of role play. Vic is also a, a game master of sorts in role play gaming. Um, so, so in the early 90s there was like Dungeons and Dragons the devil hood yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I thought that's the chapter I want to explore right no, let's uh, find out what this is that shows about. you how easy our lives have gotten because these days if you look at social media and stuff the shortest route to hell is piano lessons and playing chess and now can Greta wait for you say oh no the kind is the move I can help too but in the 80s and 90s it was a more tactical affair you know yeah, if you wanted to go to hell you had to like have some skills you yeah, know you what I mean to, you, you you had to buy dice. You had to you role play. You had to buy Dungeons and Dragons core manuals. Yeah. And those things weren't cheap, and and you had to listen to Def Leppard or at least wear one of their t-shirts. t-shirts you remember yeah. the one where it looked like a skull? Yeah, and they thought they were being really clever, and that's the only reason people bought that shirt because it looked wow. rough. They, eh? they couldn't possibly have been that many Def Leppard fans. Metal. Yeah, but it was Def Leppard as well. I think they yeah. listed as classic rock. But now. that's that's the only music that that's <laughs> from the harder genres that was allowed in South Africa. Yes, you know? yeah, Def Leppard. Yeah, so, so this, this, this fantasy, uh, role play gaming, ni net fantasy role play, ni, the sentence doesn't end there. Um, <laughs> Essentially, it's very easy to do though. You just ditch your character sheet and the dice, dress up like someone and off you go. And, <laughs> and do what? What happens? Well, look, with, with standard role playing, you've got a character sheet that represents all the things that your character can do. It's like statistics and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you've got dice, your game master, let's say it's where Hannes is sitting, he, Basically tells a story that your characters are in and your and choices. It's game master and G A Y. No, no, no. <laughs> Sometimes okay. it depends on who's in charge. <laughs> so, so. And you get to choose your own name. Yeah, you choose your own name, your character class. So you decide to be. I'm going to be a halfling cleric, uh-huh. and who is is his alignment? It would be chaotic good which means it's like the like mad max is chaotic good yeah where superman is lawful good you know irritatingly good ah. um the emperor in star wars and i think the pope are lawful evil okay sure yeah um that's it's according to a list that i found on the net so this is how you explain it to people who don't know it mm-hmm. so, so like the the uh what would be chaotic evil uh i don't know mephisto yeah. yeah the devil would be chaotic <laughs> evil. Um, so it's just, and it, it, there's so much stuff in it. And there's, then what happens? Um, you create a scenario, the game master creates a scenario and says the simple one would be, right, you, you are a group of people, you meet in a tavern, you've been tasked by the local lord to go into this castle and find, uh, find a, 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 a mystical crown. What he doesn't tell you is the 480 skeleton warriors between you and the gold. Oh, and then as a player, you kind of say, "Okay, now I'm I'm challenging the yes. mystical skull warriors," and then you roll the dice, and then uh, you lose two life points, or yeah, you know, depending on how it goes, because you challenge them with your dice roll, they challenge the GM rolls as the as the monster, whatever mm-hmm. it is, they challenge back and forth, and whoever wins wins, and then you get really irritating bits like. Uh, <laughs> You, every now and again, the, the, probably one of the more famous Dungeons and Dragons stories was a gr- group of guys going through a forest. They walk into a clearing and the game master said, right, you walk into a clearing and one of the guys, very enthusiastic ranger, I think he mm-hmm. was, is a, it's a basic Legolas from Lord of the Rings would be a ranger. Says, um, says, uh, well, what's in the clearing? Says, uh, a gazebo. And he goes, I waste it with my crossbow. 
And the whole group, is, including the GM, is going, you what? He says, I fired it with my crossbow. I wasted it with my crossbow. Okay. He says, did it take damage? Uh, I guess. So what does it look like? Well, there's now an arrow sticking out of the gazebo. Can I, can I attack again? Yes. He says, I fire again. And this keeps going on about three or four more rounds. Mm-hmm. Eventually, if he uses fire arrows and the thing collapses, burns down, and says, um, you destroy the gazebo. Yes, I destroy the gazebo. The gazebo and then there was the silence. And he goes, Sorry, what's a gazebo? <laughs> and for the next ten minutes, nobody could play. They were just finished. Yeah, it just—it's—it's it's simple things like that. I mean, it's—it's—it's it's, it's fun, and it's—you learn a lot about. So the you do you. this? Yeah, I mean, I do horror role playing, which is Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, that's um, the other thing is I wanted to to ask you a bit more about because since the nineties, it's progressed, mm. and I know a lot of the Dungeons and Dragons kind of controversy was also kind of earliest forms of fake news you know it yeah. was a, a mother or, or a, you know in kind of school principals a kid committed suicide uh, he happened to play dungeons and dragons and then they yeah. made the kind of illusion and then it's kind of no well he was bullied and he was this and he was yeah. that it was a greater you know kind of series of events that led to it dungeons yeah. and dragons in fact i once read mm. um that's like Psychologists and psychoanalysts have indicated that kids who play Dungeons and Dragons are actually less suicidal. Yes, um, oh. they play oh. out these fantasies and they've yes. got a core group of friends. This is what they do and they enjoy mm. themselves. I mean, I read an article yesterday that it was declassified files that apparently the FBI, when they were investigating the Unabomber, one of the groups they investigated was this random Dungeons and Dragons role playing group. <laughs> and they got quite mean with their comments of these people uh, slovenly dressed uh, uh, slackers and I'm going yes and yeah, this yeah. is what we do what yeah. later on we'll found Microsoft but yeah. uh, for now yeah, it, and it's always been that thing. I mean, as far as I know, I've never had it confirmed, but apparently, when the CIA looks for people to employ, one of the things they look for is, is were you ever involved in role playing? Because it means you can carry off the idea of being somebody else. Well, if, if you're you into the acting, other type of role playing, you, you definitely can go into oh, politics. Yeah. Oh right? yes, definitely. Mm. Especially if the Russians have a DVD on you that they refuse to release. Oh. I reckon that would download like you could not, not be. believe. Yeah. <laughs> it, it would that would crash the White House website. Oh um, my! Let's say if they if they had it, which they probably would, he would stream the hell out of that. So, Gavin, what would your Dungeons and Dragons name be? I, I think I'm going for Harry Bladder, <laughs> Lord of the Moldy Pants. Lord of the Moldy Pants. Yes. I do, I I I. This your consumer princess to be But you know, no, talking about princess, I would need something like glamorous. So yeah, give yeah, me yeah, something, yeah, yeah. something it's, glamorous, not too bitchy, but like. So it would be, uh, let's see, Athena, uh, Athena of the Silver Tongues. Ah, I like that. Athena of the Silver Tongues. And he is in PR as well. Yeah, so that's that's what, Athena of the Silver Tongues and Harry Bladder. What's, what's your, what's your go-to? Blorg. Character name. Just the Blorg. Blorg the Hammer. Blorg. And he's this really aggressive uppity halfling that thinks he's a lot yeah. bigger than he is. You know when a Jack Russell always has a Rottweiler with him as backup? Yeah. I'm the Jack Russell. <laughs> that character. I'd like to play that. Yeah. It's been ages since I played D&D though. It's good fun. And, and what, what, what are some of the other games and kind of environments? Um, um, it, it, I mean, some of the, just all the different things. I mean, just with, with D&D, it started that you could only level up your character to level 20. That yes. was first edition. I think the, geez, I can't remember which one they're on now. I think sixth edition now. And it just keeps ramping up. And the idea is that as your character improves, the char- the monsters you fight get harder. It starts off where you fight, oh, you fight a goblin and mm-hmm. one goblin can wipe out an entire party of six people because you're all level one. You don't know what you're doing. And then from there, you just build up skills. And it's that thing of, 
it, I think to a degree it does teach kids the idea that they have to earn what they get. Mm. That it's, yeah. it's the thing of you have to earn experience points in order to level up, in order to buy better weapons. If you have certain weapons, I mean, they've incorporated this into video games now. Your character needs to be level 20 in order to wield this weapon because it's an unwieldy weapon mm. if you don't know what mm. you're doing. But, uh, but can I ask a question? Yeah. So, sorry, Anas. If, so say for instance you are a, I'm a 40 year old, uh, professional right mm-hmm. so and i'm I, I run a business yeah so h- how do most people that's into this like into this gaming thing like mm-hmm. what how do they qualify them being like in this so i know i'm not trying no it's 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 a very it's a very s- a simple thing it's if you want to play mm. you literally just go i think it's rpg.co.za mm. um go on there that's one of the big role-playing sites in south africa um, or just R-P- search R- role playing game RPG. Oh, okay. As far as I know, that's the address. I might be under advisement. Or just go into Facebook and it's that yeah. thing of the, the, the usual search is looking for group. You are looking for a role playing mm. group. And you find people that are like minded. I mean, if you're interested in this sort of stuff, just walk into a comic book store. There's mm. the Nexus in Randburg, mm. which is out, it contains outer limits and anime works. There's, Hordes of geeks there, yeah. and they will point you in the right direction. Says, "I want to learn how to play this system. Where do I go?" And there will be people that point you in the right direction. I'm a, I'm wow. a comic book reader, in, yeah. more particularly than I into kind of gaming stuff. Um, and my local comic shop, Battle Wizards in, mm. in Centurion. Yeah, but good. you you go there on a Saturday morning. It's mm. it's um, then they have these gaming tournaments. I mean, so it's a social <sighs> activity. Magic together. Yes, it must be scary. I mean, yeah. in a group, in an entire room. Full of you know, kind of men our age, I yeah, suppose. Alpha, alpha level geeks. Yeah, and <laughs> and and you can kind of smell in the air that only one person in that room has had sex. Yes, um, <laughs> you smell the desperation. Yeah, yeah. If I throw this card, yeah. it'll happen. Although the geek community kind of sort, you you get geek couples, don't oh, couples? Yeah, Do you call you. them couples? Like if you get couples, yeah, that would be a great name. You know, and, and <laughs> that's cool. We are a you know, gamers who play together. Play together. Yeah, you know. state the gamers who role play together. <laughs> and stay it, together. It's a huge However, industry. Huh? Board games can break up relationships. Oh, is it? Yeah. Thirty well. seconds can break up oh, relationships. Yes. Mm. Oh, there's one yeah. called Betrayal at the House on the Hill, where it's essentially, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a role playing game but set up as a board game. Yeah. So you have someone who's the who's the game master yeah. that runs everything, and their job is basically to play a nice game of Nai or Mikey. Their job is to yeah. stop you. But we we were playing in our house. My, my lady was, and so she was playing with this couple that we knew, and the dude, like we, they'd all forgotten one particular rule, and it was a simple thing, and he ended up killing his lady's character, and she. <laughs> Punched him. Oh my god! <laughs> Slugged him one. And I mean, I've seen it happen with <laughs> Monopoly in thirty therapy. seconds. So yeah, yeah oh it's, it's and and uh, the, uh, very interesting that you should mention that. My husband and I went on a holiday, yeah. uh, um, but to Mozambique, to one of the islands, mm. and uh, we went with one of our friends because she will, she went through a breakup. But mm. I thought we probably got the brunt of like the breakup and yeah. all the frustration <laughs> and issues. But we played. Um, but as I, I think it's th- thirty seconds. Is that that general knowledge yeah. sort of thing, right? Yeah, Where yeah. you must uh, describe whatever. 
and she <laughs> got like she got so angry. She got red. She's 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 yeah. white, so she got red in the <laughs> face. We just we we left the room and we said, okay, you don't drink, but you need a whiskey. And then we <laughs> left and went to our room and we said, never ever again are we playing a game with yeah. her because. And I mean, through all of our friends, I mean, we play games, but through like with all of our friends, it's very, I believe in, I'm competitive, I'm competitive, but, 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 but it's a game at the end of the day, mm. isn't yeah. it? But it, uh, it depends though. I've got a few friends that <laughs> if they, if they are winning, then the game goes quickly. If they see that they're losing, they, they know the games so well that they can drag oh, that, they that it. rap out. Like it's supposed to be, let's say 30 minutes to an hour, let's say on a session. Mm. Four hours later, there you are still. It's like, no, you're sucking the dry. And, out and of you this. can't just throw in the towel and say, okay, I'm out. You guys are. Well, oh, no, you can, oh. but it's seen as quitting. Uh, if there's uh-huh. anything in the competitive human spirit, it's definitely that, that thing of me, I win. I did not speak to my uh-huh. husband, neither did I remember, remember. I did not speak to Alvino for probably like 30 minutes, uh, two weeks ago. Wow. So in the Cape Colored community, there's this big thing with dominoes. Oh, yes. And so my in-laws were visiting and then Alvino and uh, auntie, they were cheating. Oh, and wow. I just went like this and I banged on, on the table and I said, don't ever. Do that again. And I refused and I just played and I refused. We, we, we won, but mm. I refused to speak to him for like 30 minutes. If you and I hadn't know, won. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> the games we play oh, together. Yes. But you know what? Like, and, 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 and you were like a daughter. Uh, um, you've, you've got, got a young daughter as well, right? So I've got a daughter. There is this thing that comes up on my, on my timeline on, mm. on, on, on Facebook and it's annoying. But I watched once and I just quickly scroll up because I don't want to see it. Mm. And is that it's of a little girl mm. that, that in class, she puts up her hand and then the, because the teacher asked the question in the, in the class is, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she says, Oh, I want to be a smartphone. And then she compares like the, like the career of a smartphone. My dad, he just like he has a smartphone. He plays games with a smartphone. He goes to bed with a smartphone. The first thing he does when he wakes up in the morning is he looks at the smartphone, smartphone. and that is her like just wanting attention. I felt so bad. That's a very very well made piece of work. Yeah, that, that's and it's very games clever. because when they can, okay, the social media and mm, games, but, yeah. but 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 they actually show the dad like playing games. That's the thing. I mean, I I have a computer, so I refuse to put games on my on my phone because a it mm. sucks battery and b that's my communication device. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't in Star Trek. Did they have video games <laughs> on the communicators? <laughs> but, I mean, if it wasn't there. There's then a I lot of statistics. It. Our social interaction has oh yeah. has changed just since we had these phones. And the and I mean, how long Japan is it? It's not twenty years, you know. And the, I'm sorry. That's what I like, and I think that's why I'm also fascinated by the whole mm. uh, role play gaming kind of community. Mm. And I know it's a very strong and kind of yeah. you know loyal community. But it it ends up being you have a social activity that also encourages you actually having contact with people. Looking yes, at them in the eye yeah. rather than doing it over over you know something that's invisible and intangible. You know, what yeah. I mean? no, but it's not just with the role playing. I mean, you have the one step beyond that, which is the live action role playing. That's where you physically dress as the characters and play out the character that you've created. Is that you big become, in South Africa? It's eh? becoming so. I mean, there's two very big ones wow. that I know of. One's called Mead. And is that what you pack your riddish pocky on? You, have you not done it? I don't, no, I but don't you go, have the do you go to the events <laughs> just for a laugh? Well, uh, uh, no, I'll, 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 I really enjoy watching. 
watching the guys play sometimes. But I mean, like sometimes with Mead and uh, Tiana, what they end up doing is um, they'll go, they'll rent some place out in. I mm. remember the last, the one I remember is it was out in Brits somewhere. There was some other mm. camp out play. So, like three hundred people or something, they'll go through. And you play your character for the duration of the weekend. There are only designated wow, really? spots at the camp where you are not in character. So are there other props as well besides yeah. the clothes you, that, that you put on? You wear armor. There's guys that will make armor for you. And it's not necessarily mm, really? it's like chainmail and stuff. A lot of this is it's everything from cardboard to 3D printed stuff, which is now becoming very popular as the machines become more ubiquitous. Um, there's the uh, foam rubber that gets done. I mean, some of the weapons are pretty freaking impressive from a distance. I mean, up close, you can see this isn't real. But from a distance, like these guys are wearing full armor. As a friend of mine, Rushka, she uh, plays an orc. She has these uh, teeth appliances that she puts in, so she has those wow. two tusk teeth. And she paints That's it all like green. Warcraft kind of. Yeah, vibe. it's that the yeah the traditional image of the Warcraft orc. Wow. And these that's it's what they do. I mean, there's people that are in charge of plot to make sure that the overarching storyline carries through and that they incorporate what happens there. Mm. And they'll go away for a weekend, and that's the thing you do. And, and it's, it's it's great. It I ties in with, with I love that a huge industry, and it's it's a, it's a business that's creating celebrities left. Right mm. and center. I mean, one of the reasons I have you here is because this past weekend I was going to be at Icon, which is an annual uh, comics and gaming book convention mm. that happens at Gallagher Estate. This it was the twenty fifth uh, yeah, Icon this, this was year. The 25th and sure, I figured out. I made sums in my head because I've been collecting comic books since a certain age, mm. and I remember that it was the first kind of you know because the comic book industry in South Africa because for a long time it was difficult to get certain books mm. because of import restrictions so you were kind of dependent on getting it at the you know your, the, corner the corner cafe you have your 20 cent books that's been read by 30,000 people already <laughs> and um yeah. and you know that and and then and then markets opened and and you had people distributing comics mm. locally mm. and then they had mm. their first convention and I was actually at the age of 12 or 13 I was at the very very first icon uh, my sure. dad took me to because that's when Dude, my that's comic book cool. collection kind of started in all nice. honesty, and and it was weird. And then I missed it with my. We we were talking at great length about my cock uh, <laughs> earlier. Um, uh, yeah, I missed it this cut. past weekend, so I was fascinated to get you on the show um, when when Casper said he couldn't make it to not only get a recap of of Icon, but also to talk about how big this geek industry, as we call it, has mm, grown. It's and become huge. As you say, the 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 live action role playing that ties in with the whole cosplay thing. Oh, that was a fucking carte blanche on a dog geweest. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, this this thing, people that dress up like their favorite anime or popular culture mm. characters, and it's huge. There are huge celebrities. Yeah. Created out of cosplay And um, tell us wow. there, was, about there was one uh, uh, At the con They brought one of them out As she's um, yeah. There's uh, uh, An international Cosplay star Her name is uh, Linda Lee Her full title is uh, Linda Vampy Bit Me Lee, Lee. And uh, her Her Her, na- her Online name is Vampy <laughs> Bit Me Gavin Niermaas Some lelikste kind And she's She's lovely I mean she's barely Five foot tall And she cosplays That's what she does, does she, For a living huh? Yeah That's what she, That's what she's done I mean she works With certain production houses With certain gaming companies And I mean each day She came as a different character The first day She was there She was cosplaying As Sniper Wolf From Metal Gear Solid um, Then the next day She was Nightwing yeah, Batman I saw the Nightwing. Yeah, uh, the following day, I didn't recognize the character. It looked like a fox. <laughs> um, 
a red fox. Yeah, it was literally as a red fox. I mean, it's ironic that the first day she showed up as a gray fox yeah. character. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm following her on, her on Twitter now mm. because of Icon, but purely for research. There's oh, no other reason why. I, I look at the pictures. You can research all you want. And, <laughs> I mean, it was fantastic watching the cosplayers because one of the one of the people that showed up, they dressed up as. Um, I'm trying to think of it. Um, it's a, it's the the archangel from uh, Diablo. Mm. So the way the character works, the way the character looks, has got this massive ethereal effect where these streams of light hang off it. And what this person had done, it created created like a wind box, like an aircon box in the back so that blew through these things that she had designed that literally created this effect. So wow. she's wearing this full suit, this massive sword, and I'm just sitting there going. That's an enormous amount of work, work. you put in. Because <laughs> people make they make their own costumes, yeah, but you can you can buy stuff as well. Do I understand yeah, correctly? And yeah, you can. It's a, I mean, when you cosplay as a co- in a competition in a competitive sense, the more you made your suit, the higher it counts in your favor. So I mean, there's one dude. His name is uh, Nuri. Nuri. He, Nuri. It sounds like a guy that went to school with me. Yeah, probably. Ma, I mean, was well, he? I was Yuri. Ma, no. <laughs> It is like an Indian Nuri. Yes, he is, actually. And uh, he's he's soft-spoken when he's nervous, but otherwise he comes out and he's got this booming voice. And he dresses up as this thing. With cardboard, he made this shield that it looks amazing. The guy's thing is working with cardboard. And um, he gave a demonstration during one of the panels at Icon of how to make the Valerian armor helmet from the upcoming Valerian movie. And... I mean, just watching these people work and some of the stuff they do, the 3D printed stuff is amazing to see. But to see some of what the things these people accomplish with either cardboard or foam rubber or um, there's stuff called warbler, which is a type of um, heat heat reactive plastic. It's specifically made for cosplaying. And I mean, it, I don't know, I think like a meter sheet of it or something. I don't know the exact dimensions, but I mean, a, a roll of it will cost you a grand. Wow. Because it's it's the stuff for it's an expensive it. hobby. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, all hobbies and all geek stuff is is stupidly expensive. expensive if you let it be. Magic: The Gathering and Warhammer players, tabletop gamers, guys with the little figurines. When when that when you get into that, you need di- disposable income. Mm. Uh, which, in my theory, the reason why a lot of geeks have never had girlfriends is because you have a choice: mm. you can spend your money on a girlfriend. <laughs> Or on the new figurines. And, uh, well, um, I can't paint my girlfriend, but I can paint these figurines. Yes. So it's, uh, it's I can't paint my girlfriend. <laughs> you can if you, if you ask oh, yeah. nicely. Yes, I mean, just uh, once. Though, yeah. And not with acrylic. That takes <laughs> it off. But I mean, like with the figurines, they come as clear silver, as clear silver finish, and you paint them as you wish. That's, that's one of the things of having figurines. Or you find someone who's good at painting, you pay them some cash to do it for yeah, you. That's exciting. And so it's, wow. it's a hell of a thing i mean yeah. the most expensive thing you'll spend money on in role playing is dice because dice are like rabbits do you want a you dice have, yeah <laughs> i want seven <laughs> of dice. Dice. yes because you've got a six-sided dice that every a die yeah. that everybody knows mm-hmm. you also have four-sided dice eight-sided dice 12 two sets of 10-sided dice, a set of 10-sided dice because one's a 10 and one's the zero so that marks percentages and you've mm. got the twenty-sided dice, which is the most well-known one because it's how what big is it? Thing? Dragons. So uh, it's a golf ball. Yeah, it's, I'd say it's about less than I'd say about three centimeters. Oh, okay. But I mean, you can all get dice of all sizes. I've got mm. dice that are metal. Mm. I've got dice that glow in the dark, and I've got the enormous ones, which are about I'd say but 
seven, eight centimeters wide. Yeah. Sure. And I mean, those, that's, that's cool if you're teaching people to role play so that when you roll the dice, it's clear to see what mm. the dice is. And, is, yeah. is if we were talking about the couples, the geek yes, couples. The couples yes. So I mean, a good pickup line if you want to hook a gamer chick, would it be, "You're so nice, I'll dice you twice." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he was stabbed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fascinating stuff. I mean, it's a, it's a world related to subcultures that I know and understand. But uh, to get a bit more info is wonderful, and I'm yeah. I'm glad to see that South Africa is really kind of taking to it. Yeah, um, I that mean, thing of that carte blanche thing you're talking about was literally cosplay being introduced. To to to, uh, to the nation, yeah. That, because, because I mean, a lot of people outside of the geek community don't know what it is, or yeah. they've heard about it because of mm-hmm. TV series that they watch, but they don't know exactly what it what it yeah. is. Um, and it, I, wow. I mean, apart from Icon, there's Rage and there's Geek Fest, so there's more than one event. I've heard of Rage. Yeah, yeah, Rage yeah. has got the that's biggest. Big, that's very much electronic gaming stuff, though. Yeah, that's it's more, electronic uh, gaming, but it's got the biggest, as far as I know, cosplay competition in the country at the yes, moment. Because I mean, the guys will show up, and there's I mean, there's one dude in the states. He's known as the Dancing Deadpool. He dresses as Deadpool. He looks and he like dances Deadpool. Like- and he dances. But I mean, he trolls so much stuff. Like he'll, if you watch cosplaying videos at major cons, you'll see him in the background <laughs> just digging <laughs> really? around. And it's like another one is where it was a beautiful moment at one of the cons. There was a guy dressed as a bear, but the head of the bear that he was using looks like Pedo Bear from Fortune. <laughs> and so it, it, Deadpool had this little girl dressed up as Wednesday Adams. He led him, led her up to him, had mm. them hold hands and walked away. It's so just is, this weird moment where they're looking at each other. So is at, at, at Icon, so mm-hmm. uh, like the, the one that was the past weekend, yes. right? Yeah. So is there like, is it like a normal sort of, uh, uh, um, the, the things that they have, the, the expos that they have at, at, mm-hmm. at uh, Gallagher? Where it's like a main stage and there are performances or things happening? Yeah, there were two stages. There's the main stage and the workshop stage. So we had James Sutter, who is the creator of the Pathfinder role-playing mm-hmm. system, co-creator, as well as an author and he's a publisher and an editor and he's done all this stuff. So he brought him out and he was doing on the workshop stage and the main stage, he was doing talks about everything from how to get your book published how to create monsters in your role-playing system that, uh, you know, how to really irritate an editor, things to avoid doing. <laughs> it's just really important, very interesting, cool stuff. And uh, Linda Lee was talking about, you know, about cosplay, her experience of cosplay. I mean, when James came out, he's like, I don't know if there's going to be that big an audience for Pathfinder. Are you sure people? And people were walking up to him with Pathfinder books, going, please, for the love of all that is holy, please autograph this. Mm. Wow. And I mean, we had, we had lots of cool stuff. I mean, I had a panel about my own podcast and there was, we had um, Arthur Goldstuck in. And if there was ever sure. a guru of yeah. urban myths and legends, that's him. My mother loved those books. We had all, but, yeah. Something a rabbit in it. What, uh, yeah, it was the the ink in the porridge, uh, the burglar in the in, in the bin. I think it is the burglar mm-hmm. in the d- dustbin, and all these different books cover urban legends, mass hysteria, and there's some beautiful stuff in there. There's like Fantastic. local stuff, like stories that we've all told each other. Yeah, it covers covers Pinky Pinky. Which is hilarious. I love the legend of Pinky Pinky. Sien, ons bouw nou net op na jou spookstory later, Gavin. <laughs> We're just building up to it all time. But I, I think um, Harry Bladder and Lord of the Maldipants. Blarg. Blarg. And um, Athena the, the Silver Tongue, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, um, Athena the Silver Tongue. Let's quickly catch our breath. Um, and, and, and the song I chose, it's, it's to kind of encourage people who are in the geek environment. Stand proud. Don't let people stereotype you. Woo! You are not what they say you are. Here's Bex, loser. <laughs> <laughs> no, man.
Kasper, radio show, Kasper en absentia, uh, ons hoop jy voel beter, ons het twee boodskappe ingekry, um, Annika het gesê, Kasper, mag je gezondheid beter wees, as Kon en Rika se verhouding. Oh. Oh. So dit is een verwijzing na Kon se story, but, which is the radio drama that we, that, 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 that Kasper, it's hilarious, mm. it's about Dominique Kon, yeah. in a say story, but Kon se story is also the Afrikaans word for 
um, the area at the back of the behind the the, the church, the the little office where they they gather before the okay. The so, <laughs> nice. Um, so, oh, nice. Um, I have a quick question since both of you are speakers of Afrikaans, and what does the word the ipikoners mean? The ipikoners. Yeah. Um, I th- it, it often refers to I'm 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 beyond. Mad, like okay. really viciously mad. I guess no, the donor in. It's okay. like a soft, it's a euphemism for, um, I guess no, the mood in. It's okay. like, I could know the corners. But it can also refer to, to illness. It's okay, like, hey, what's, mean, what's of your vote with course? Yeah, it's really Ipikonas. Because uh, the first time I ever heard, the only time I ever heard it was, um, Patrick Maynard talking about his life. He says, yeah. says he was in a production of Le Madame de Majonnaire, the, Der Molière, and Afrikaans, the Ipikonas. Oh. And the crowd fell over themselves laughing. I was going, I need to find, find out what it's <laughs> <laughs> when was that? This was when It's a Funny Country was still on TV as like the mid-90s, mid to late 90s. So you've wondered about all of this until this day? Oh, dude, I keep random facts in my head for a long time. It's yeah. very, it's it, very it, handy no, when you're a comic and a GM. Yeah. It's like, you know this random factoid about the syphilis outbreak of 1417. <laughs> and you go, yes, there you go. There's a factoid for you. Uh. What's the other message? Um, the other one is, and we're going to be awesome presenters om na te lijst. Yay! Yay. Is that not a name? It's not a name. It's one of the emojis that so the face is. Let's get it closer. Well, it looks like a man who is bad. A religious man. Maybe he's the priest. The and I can... <laughs> I've done well so far today. But I can now and then... I'm going to get out. I'm going to get uh, the way it goes. Stuur ons nog boodskap. Ja, stuur nog boodskap. Dit is alles vir Kasper tot hy beter voel. Maar nou, hier is ons iets, hè? Luister. How's that? Because this song always makes me think of Victoria. It's Kijk doing Mana Mana. Mana Mana. We all know this. This is a type of cosplay if you dress up like Sesame Street character. A Muppet. Atia, I, I what's, my what's my name again? Um, Athena. Athena. So, so that's one that yeah, I bet you're a bit of a muppet, eh? Yeah, uh, something you might hear at a, a cosplay convention at some point. Yeah, sometimes um, I think the words would be a tad harsher. <laughs> but it's also this is a nice little lead-in. Uh, Vic, tell us a bit more about but about you and I'm in terms of what's what's coming up. And um, you're a comedian. You're known for 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 impressions. You're in a, known for kind of uh, relationship stories. Um, you're known for sound effects, all those kind oh, of yeah. things. But where where will we be able to to witness well, you in all the, your glory? And the next you... two nights are quite good. Tonight I'm at the Goliath Comedy Club, which Woo! is um, yeah, it's it's out at Melrose Arch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's at the venue. No, yes, so, yes, yeah. it's moved. And uh, oh, has moved. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah the, the, but it's just three three shops down. That's yeah, all. literally, yeah. they've moved into the venue, which is a, it's a cool thing. It's just, so where are you? The venue? Yes, but what's its name to us? <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, they must hear that at least five times a day. Yeah, and the um tomorrow well, it's, that's tonight. Tomorrow night I am emceeing at Parker's. Ah, oh, yeah. nice. it's gonna be good fun. It's I mean that's that's always a cool room. And as far as I know, Jason Goliath, ironically, is headlining. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's um it's it's all over the place. It's, I dig it. Question. Yes. So Vittorio, because that was my oh, first question. <laughs> where and that's the obvious one. You uh, know where I'm going with this. So answer me. Both my parents are Italian. They emigrated here in the 70s, I think 1971. Mm. And um, they spe- still to this day, they speak English like they're about to step off the boat tomorrow. <laughs> and it's no, I mean, it's not that bad, but they both still have the accent and I love it. And 
My mom's going to seriously be annoyed for this, but if you would like to know what the the image you have in your head of what my mom might look like, mm. you remember that Fatties and Moni's ad where the woman takes the Indian lady, but the Italian lady out of the, the cupboard and she does all the stuff. Is that your mother? That is what some people think my mother is like, and if you say that around her, you might get stabbed. Really? But it is oh. kind of accurate. She's this five foot tall ball of energy, and my father is chilled on a level that you know you'd have to shake him to make sure he's still awake. Oh, really. Is wow! It, is that so? Yeah, both my parents are Italian. I'm first generation immigrant. So, and where um, did you grow uh, up, Victoria? Welcome in Freestad. Welcome in Welcome. I was in Warrington, geboren. Yeah. And uh, two weeks later, they moved to Welcome because you know you wanted something with bigger buildings and yeah. I mean, something classy. This is what I love is that Welcome. Uh, tall things in Welcome do not exist. So mm. anything that's elevated, it has a name. So there is one hill as you drive in. It's called Kopi Alien. Or is they neighbor in Joburg, Lone Hill. And <laughs> the property price is a little bit different. And yeah, yes. I grew up there and then went to varsity in Pretoria, at Pretoria Technicon, which is mm. now Tut. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> of all the names. <laughs> the only one that's better <laughs> is apparently Cape, T- uh, Cape Town Technicon. I think it is now, its full title is Kaput. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I studied there, but it was still called Peninsula Technicon. Yes. Now it's Kaput amalgamated. We still, we, we've got a WhatsApp group yeah. with the former, the students. Mm. We still refer to it. It's called the Pentec Reunion Group. Yeah. And mm. why not? So yeah, Pretoria so, Technicon. So do your parents speak Italian, Italian yeah, to you? Fluent Italian. And you? And how's your Italian? I speak a bit of Italian. I'm still, I have to learn it again. But you and, understand. Oh yeah, I understand it more than I can speak it, which was very handy. In 2004, I went on a trip to, to, um, Switzerland, Italy, Sweden, a few other places and just like traveled around for two or three Did weeks. Did you go see cousins? Uh, no, actually it was because I don't have that kind of time. Because there's this massive extended family and it's like, it's weird. There's interpersonal politics where this family doesn't like that family. And <laughs> so you can't there's have these people at the bride. There's a family. Quite literally. Something else we discovered the other day. If you take Marlon Brando's Godfather, I'm going to make him an African with fools. And you take it a slight bit higher. I'm going to make you an offer your country fears. Have some brave lace. Yeah. I can say any mafia. There's the wind up, the pitch, and oh, it's in the stands. The crowd goes wild. But it's the other day, I figured out this thing of doing sound effects. I figured out how to do... Um, do you remember Inspector Gadget? Yeah. yeah. Do you remember Dr. Claw? Yes. I love that character. I finally figured out how to do his voice. Next time, Gadget. Next time. Oh, my nice. goodness. I love wow. him. Him and he had uh, Mad Cat with him. Yeah. And if you could find it, there's a sketch by uh, Robot Chicken. That uh, that did Inspector Gadget the later years where Dr. Claw's cat, Mad Cat, is dying of feline leukemia and he's at the funeral of Mad Cat. He says, I would just like to say a few words. Next time, Gadget. <laughs> and I was like, ah, it's awesome. I mean, I dig that stuff. I mean, it's always, I had that weird thing of, I had two older brothers, but by the time I was a nine, both of them were out of the house. Mm. So I was essentially an only child with, yeah. with brothers. Yeah. So I entertained myself a lot of the time. This is before the internet. So we had books and stuff. Some of you might remember what books are. They're those things that come with your appliances that you look through and you throw away. But don't you find that there's an interesting thing is because I also had an older brother who kind of, you know, instigated Mm. a lot of my, my popular culture references and, you know, things that I like now was kind of, he kind of gave to me because he was telling me about it or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. um, 
but but I still had my own favorites, my Inspector Gadget, and mm. it's interesting to see maybe the whole geek culture revolves around that a little bit as mm. well. Is it's a nostalgia thing? People oh, like yes. being reminded of oh, of yeah. things that they loved, you know. Yeah. And and you see these revivals um, with my daughter now. I'm watching shows. Just it's just in a modern context, but it's it's um, new imaginings of My Little Pony, new imaginings oh, yes. of friendship is magic. Yeah, teenage mutant <laughs> ninja turtles or whatever. You know, th- yeah. it's that nostalgia thing you know of, that of popular the, culture. I mean, as Aki A Team's soundtrack says, "Music word." I'm five again, you know. In 1969, <laughs> what a military court sent a commando unit to jail for a crime they did not commit. They always got that same Chesterfield smoking <laughs> dude to do the voiceovers. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Do you, but do you remember? Where's that guy now? That He's dude, dead because dead, he really probably. did smoke 60 Chesterfield. In 1969 <laughs> is probably what he sounds like now. Oh, if yeah. he's still around. What is your gunsling? TV programme en jy weet wat my groot geword het en jy weet net kind of 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 tenminste comic books of jy weet was jy a Wendy the Witch and Art stuff of uh, Richie Rich of you know what was the kind of things that as jy nou terugdink kan jy sê oh I was happy jy weet as ek vir die TV gesit het of jy weet daai goeders wat mense ontvlugsing is so, okay so my childhood was a little bit challenging in the sense that so when we were my parents' house, like mm. growing up and going to school and stuff, and then it was schoolwork and stuff, mm. even though I like failed and th- didn't do well at school. And <laughs> then, but and but when uh, and holidays, when you had time to watch yes. TV, yeah. We, yeah. then my mom used to send us to the to 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 her, to her mother and father to, to <laughs> <McCartney>. <laughs> that, that was on that was on the farm, yeah. And that black and white, small, grey uh, television was only put on. When for Opa the, puts on the generator on uh, Saturday, uh, yeah. for the rest of the week, the generator is off, and we only use candles and the chastufi. Please tell me you're catching up now with Netflix. You've got it now. Just watch everything. One, two, three movies. You're a big TV watcher now, Gavin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's like buy a series and buy a series. Thirteen reasons. A lot of that show's rough. You, that show is rough. I'm like really. I just now. Got into American Gods. Uh, That's good. That's based on a, a Neil Gaiman book, but it's insane. I mean, there's ook, there's ook vult where. Mm. American Gods. So here's my thing with American Gods. Mm. I watched it because they said the scenes are, I'm going to say it, the sex scenes are hectic. They, yeah. There's, there's never been like such it scenes quite, on the, on the yeah. thing, right? So in a levice by Toti. Yeah. <laughs> That's something new in television. And I whip and I do not what I will. Like, yeah. it's like proper. Like, I was just like, no way did I just see that. Rewind. Yeah. And then press play again. Is that character's name Richard? Because I can see his dick. Thirteen reasons. I don't know it. What's thirteen it about? reasons why? <laughs> yeah, you know thir- tell him? <laughs> thirteen reasons. So, so basically, the plot is this: this this high school girl. She committed suicide. Yeah. And she then recorded tapes. Thirteen. Oh. Thirteen tapes. 13 reasons why she committed suicide. Yeah. Sounds yeah. heavy. And each that, side of the tape deals with another person mm. that um, is the reason, one of the reasons why she killed herself. And there, you, <laughs> there's a lot of like 
Okay, modern going back. Modern yes. going back. Yeah, like yeah. Pres- no, not modern, present, present time. Yeah. But it is like it, it it's it's insane. Like I had to take a break from it. Mm, mm. Like I was proper yeah. yeah, I mean Claire, my, my fiance, she she's watched it because she uh, teaches teenage girls. Mm. Teaches at a girls' school and so she knows these girls are gonna be watching this. And so you have to watch it to know A what they're talking about and B if any of them are getting triggered by this. Yeah. yeah. Because which is another word I hate using. I don't know when triggered when we became Bomb disposal units. <laughs> that thing of just—it's just that thing. Of, it, It's—it's uh, a rough—it's a rough show. I mean, they don't shy away from a yeah. lot of the issues, and by the end of it, you're going, "Oh, jeez, I need to watch My Little Pony now." Yeah, yeah. but it's it's a question, you know. Movie. But it's mm. that other question. I mean, for so long, I can still remember my mom saying, "No, you, you shouldn't watch too much TV. It's not good for you." And then research came in, and you know, you shouldn't let your kids watch too much TV. And I understand that, and I actually have a lot of respect for that because that's also about interpersonal contact. You know, you, yeah. if they just live in a world of fantasy. But it's interesting to see how so many shows these days are taking active roles. In, in, in assisting people, you know, the subject matter yes. is honest and it's real and it's, uh, about stuff that people don't necessarily talk about, but mm. perhaps they get an avenue to talk about shit. Yeah. Thanks to what they see on TV and they see a character do it or they, or they, they learn a lesson, you know, they hear a psychologist on the show as a character say something that could potentially help someone. Mm. It's interesting yeah. how television has in itself become a, didactic kind of thing it's like yeah. it's a teaching mechanism as much as it is entertainment no, I think yeah so they figured out that if even they, in series if you, you know? talk to people's specific interests you engage them and that's how you get a, fo- a following yeah and it's a great way to manipulate your but, audience but but you guys that have watched like have, have, have you watched american gods no that's i, I, I haven't just, gotten a chance to watch it. I'm, I'm just, i just want like i just want a storyline that <laughs> is that you can follow because it's confusing. Follow. No, but there see, is a storyline, but yeah. I can't. But it's I, still confusing at this point. And the thing is, mm-hmm. as I say that with this first season of American Gods, we're only going to see the first eighty-eight pages of a seven hundred-page book because sure. you know they want to stretch Lord. it out. You know, I mean, okay, yeah. this is Hollywood. You this know, is Game of and, Thrones and again. it's mm-hmm. written densely enough mm-hmm. that you can get a. Series out of 88 pages So that's why It's still so confusing Because we We're basically Just getting introduced yeah. To To characters The whole time You know yeah. it's, Wow, um, well, wow. Thing. I, I dig this sort of stuff I look at I look at how um, The series are coming out And how this very This glut of Geek driven stuff Has come out now yeah. And it's like they, they just go, let's just do, I mean, they took a massive uh, gamble when they tried to make Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And it worked because nobody had ever heard of the freaking Guardians of the Galaxy apart from comic book readers. Mm. Now Valerian's coming out and there's a few people going, oh, what are it? Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, they started simple. Marvel and DC, they did the ones that we all know. Spider-Man, yeah. Superman, Batman, the, the Justice League, Avengers, you know, stuff that we've heard of. Yes. And they have as yet, I think there should be not just an Oscar, a solid gold Oscar given to anybody who can make the Fantastic Four and not screw it up. Because yeah, yeah. they've tried twice now. And uh, no, no. Well- and now, in, in comic book kind of terms, I mean, my big, I'm very excited about later this year, mm. Justice League being released. Yeah. Who saw Wonder Woman? Did, I, did, I saw it. I saw it at the premiere. It was yeah. good fun. Yes, I actually the Twitter keer gaan kijk net for Wonder Woman. So yeah. She's yeah. most enjoyable to the look at. The only critique that I heard from the sh- from people was uh, that uh, the relationship between her and Steve Trevor 
seemed a bit forced. Yeah. And I mean, if you watch it in the cartoon, there is a flirtation between her and Steve Trevor, but she leaves that time of history because she actually meets him during the Second World War and it's when she's time jumping. Mm. She leaves and then meets him when he's in the old age home, has Alzheimer's and can't really remember her. I'm going, you took that long to find him? Yeah. I mean, he's freaking James Bond. He's, he's, he's Jeff Bond, essentially. He's the American one. It just, uh, but apart from that, I mean, he was a brilliant Speaking film. of Bond. Yeah. No, what? but my gastroenterologist, hmm? his surname was Bond. What? Yeah, Dr. Bond. <laughs> and then it, <laughs> it's kind of confusing because usually the villain is the doctor yes. and the good guy is the Bond. Now I'm like, they're combined. He's, and he's it's, but he was a bit of a, no, but he was a Norse woman. He was kind of rude with me, but I guess that's because he works with assholes every day. <laughs> so you went to an actual proctologist? I did, not a proctologist, a gastroenterologist. Oh, okay, I had the so shits this weekend, Vic. Yes, yeah. I know. It's, it's, what is it? How did uh, Tommy uh, Tiernan call it? Explodey hole. Uh, explode. <laughs> I, wanna, I just want to says uh, we've we've gotten the seal of approval uh by donkey oh thanks you guys you make me proud you clink of you all lang outside a snot rochel in a fizzball flame from cassie so casper the Fries has given his but let's just hope our next our next guest doesn't ruin it uh all um no pressure it was interesting but we referred to it but he's quite wonderful and sometimes i think he's a woman uh just get the little intro going for him See, now's the gongs are back. <laughs> I'm just, just waiting now. Do you know that what this is? It's a bit of Michael Jackson. Yeah, the theme song of masturbation. Yeah. And uh, with that, I just wanted something upbeat to welcome our next guest, Mr. Mojak Leokos. Hey, how are you guys doing? Are you well? Very well, very well indeed. Fantastic. I walked into like a comic book conversation. I grew up on Pelezinho. Do you guys know that? Pelezinho. Yeah, man. you know, like that, the offcuts of the Sunday Times, like those kind of comic books. <laughs> Super Strikers. Super um, Strikers. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to be making a movie of that anytime there's soon. A, there's you a TV what? show. There's an animated TV show. That's as far as it's going to go. It's going to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Super I, Strikers. How you guys doing? You well? Good, man. We are well. well. Have, you, have you met? Nice to meet you. Yes. Nice to meet you Zoom. Gavin and Mojak. Yes. Uh, you know Victoria probably Victoria from, from the, time. Time. the comedy yeah. scene. Um, <laughs> well, 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 lovely to have you here. Yeah, Thank Mr. you for having me. Mojak Lohoko. Um I honestly think he's one of the funniest guys around the uh, circuit. Uh, every single time I see you perform, I, I just laugh more and more and more. Thank you um, very much. I so appreciate that. How, how are things? How's, how's business? Uh, I've bitten off more than I can chew. Uh, I'm really yeah. feeling it now. I go to Grahamstown on Tuesday yes. and I'm dreading it. So it's going to be an interesting week and a half on the on the 20th of june you had your first show of rewriting history yeah i did my preview and it was all over the place it was fun to do but it was like i think i need to call a director you know when you yeah. have a, a realization while you're on stage you're leaving when <laughs> on tuesday so i'll have you know i'll have a good three days with yeah. a director as long as you out. didn't leave it to the last minute. minute. Last oh, no, minutes. no. I'm never a last minute kind of guy. Um, so I'm it's really not five o'clock yet. It's Friday, but yeah. you've got a few hours. I'm freaking out, man. You got great <laughs> reviews last year. Um, at the festival, what was your show last year? It was, uh, it was, how did I get you? I think the great reviews were for the poster. And 
Why? You, yeah, Mark Lottering said the cleanest <laughs> post they had the fest. You should put that on the new post. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like that's the review. The cleanest um, poster at the fest. It was good. Like it was, it was, he didn't say clean. He said it was nice, but I, I think it was the cleanest poster. Oh, okay. Cause I have a thing about like uh, aesthetic. Yeah. And so oh, I was aesthetically clean, not y- as yeah. in you raping a gimp or something. No, no, no that was that one that time. kind of clean or dirty. Um, <laughs> that was one time in high school. No, so <laughs> I've so uploaded I, the file if anybody wants oh, to see it. Damn it. I knew this would happen. <laughs> Um, so the show was cool. It's just Gramstown. Get, you get weird audiences. Mm. So you'll have like, I had groups of 16 year olds and then academics in the same room. And it's like, you guys have nothing in common. Like you guys like yeah. Snapchat, you guys like going to botanical gardens. Like you don't live in the same world. Mm. So it was kind of playing them against each other, yeah. which was fun. The one uses filters. The other one is natural. Everything that you want to filter <laughs> is there, you know. Yeah. Well, their filters. One smokes a filter. Yeah. yeah. They don't have filters by choice. It's like my liver doesn't work anymore. I need something else to purify what's going on. No. Look, but, but, but at the hand of your great post. A dialysis year, joke, folks. <laughs> Thank you. Um, if you don't get to speak to a director before then, at least you have people in the room based on your successes last year. And then if the show's cuck, it doesn't matter because you've already got their money. You know well, I mean? yeah, but I'm there for like another eight days. Like, I'll be aware of it. You know what uh, I yeah. mean? Like, that's the big thing. I mean, a lot of us, we, I think we care about our material. Like, yeah. we, like, we're not delusional to walk off and be like, whoa, I killed that show. But people were throwing their beer at you. Like, we know, if we've had a, <laughs> yeah. we know if we've had a good show and I, and I think, I think the day, like, you, you become happy with doing okay, that's always like a tricky place to be. As far as I'm concerned, it's different for everybody. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, it's exciting stuff. How many shows are you doing at the the festival? Are you doing lineup shows as well, or are you just? Uh... Yeah, I might do a couple of lineup shows. So as it stands, I have got twenty four shows, uh, eight sure. of yeah. rewriting history, eight of how did I get you, eight of apologies in advance. Uh, might do well. We'll be doing Rob from Fearns big show, and then a couple of other shows. I think I bit off more than I can chew. True. I'm yes. like having a meltdown. And then of course, see, you don't want to. Uh, skimp on the poster this year So you'll be putting up posters off the day as well So that for two years running You've got the cleanest poster at Grand Well, I, I didn't put up posters last year Because Forrest will tell you that <laughs> After day one I kind of was like You know what? I'm going to watch Game of Thrones For the rest <laughs> of the festival So he kind of hated me I did help in the beginning And then I got someone to put them up What I found is that You, you become really exhausted And then you have a bad show Because you're tired So if you can If you can get someone to do it for you I think it works yeah. It just depends. I'm not good with yeah. people also. Like, I'm not great with strangers. I don't know. You look like a very personable person, sir. You look like... He's in PR. He has to <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I could tell. You've got like that smile of like, you can just disarm whoever. Like... No, I, this is a face of confusion. So, like, <laughs> so many shows yes. in one... In one festival. Yes. So how, like what, what is like six o'clock and then nine o'clock, 12 o'clock, whatever. Yeah. So I'll do a, I'll do a four o'clock. I'll do a eight o'clock. Then I'll do a 10 o'clock. So give sure. me an idea. So you're of working. I mean, it's not like you're going on holiday. That's why you mm. want to go sit in your room and just relax between shows. I mean, that's a lot of hard work. That oh, you uh, by relax, do you mean have a wank? Cause that's, <laughs> no. that's, 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 that's great as a festival wank. It's very relaxing up until you hear. Mojack, it's yeah. time to go. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. that's why you shouldn't do it yeah. backstage. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, you so, yeah. Need, do you need more water, sir? <laughs> yeah, water in inverted commas. Um, have so, some moist toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it's, it's her deep. name's not toilet. Yeah, it's not toilet. <laughs> that's what website are you, you on? Yeah. Um, so, Is it good Wi-Fi in Grahamstown? At oh, least. Yeah. Oh, so last year Student in Grahamstown they had Wi-Fi but no water. Like I said, I said oh. in my stand-up, it really oh. happened. <laughs> 
And then what happened the next day? They, they fixed like the electrical line, but swapped the earth and the live wire. Oh, so we would get electrocuted wow. every time we opened the taps. So like the first three days of fest oh. were like a disaster. Yeah, like it was really rough. And deep fried man and I were in like a cottage. Um, yeah, it, you know, it's a tough festival. I'm not sure why why I do it or other comics do it. I, I haven't done it in years. And the last time I did yeah. it was with the players. I think yeah. it may have been, uh, been prior to really starting to do stand-up as well. And sure. I've always been scared. Maybe, I mean, because I kind of do a lot of Afrikaans stuff. So I do, I know the festival kind of vibe sure, because sure. of the Afrikaans festivals. Mm. But Grahamstown, it's, it's icy cold. Yes. It's, mm. uh, it, it's a tough one. Um, and you're competing against so many other shows as yeah. well. So I suppose you, you go with the nervousness, but it's, it's also in terms of the press you garner from a good run. Sure. Worth its money in, in gold in terms of being able to do a show when you come back to Gauteng. So you, you kind of stomach the, the discomfort of the, the week, but, sure. uh, it, it has an end goal. I mean, will you, you'll be doing the show when you, you get back here as well. And yeah, that's the idea. I mean, I found with me, if I don't have a new show that I'm lining up, I don't write the same way. <laughs> so you don't write. Like, yeah, I don't write. I'm just like, I'll do crowd work till I die, <laughs> yeah. which is, which is great when you have a nice crowd. Uh, and sometimes it can go right. I did a show last night, which was tough at a venue. I will not disclose. Well, yeah, but, see, but that it, Victoria is uncensored. Oh, you oh, oh, yeah, yes. you know, you've uh, Vicky which, heard of this place. Funny um, enough, I think we're working together tonight. Yeah, are we doing tonight? Oh, yes. Oh, last night. Okay, well, that's no, why you can't night, say the. Night. That's why you can't say the names because you have to go back. Yeah, I still have <laughs> yeah. two more nights left there. Yeah. And, why um, was it bad? Um, you know what? I've I recently struggled to play audiences that are like one type of person in different versions. I don't know if that makes sense. Like yesterday was a lot of like we're from Danefern Fourways and Brianston. Mm. Anything else <laughs> is now you not just a part. indicated what venue it is. <laughs> no, no, no. This was oh, we ignore, uh, ignore the man behind the curtain. No, no, I was <laughs> I was in London last night. Uh no, I was, <laughs> but it's a nice girl. And uh, so it's very much the same kind of person so it's like there's one narrative, you know, mm. so there's nothing to bounce off. Yeah. And if if that, if that group of people not even at that venue just in general, if that group of people doesn't exist outside of their world, it's like the stories you tell. I did Rustenberg a couple of months ago, and they did not want to hear what I was saying. Like, the dudes were just like, please. The one guy was shouting like, this is not White House. I was like, you know what? I can't even be angry at you, but I'm going to finish my set anyway and, like, walk out here. And so yeah. some some rooms you find, like, a certain type of, of audience, and then it is what it is for that night, you know? Yeah. 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 It, happens. Yeah, it's, it happens. I mean, it's that thing of some audiences, they choose, some choose ignorance, and other people didn't know there's another option. Yeah, and they were like, talking. They, just, they were talking yeah. during people's sets. They're fun, aren't they? <laughs> I found that really weird, you know, like, I, it felt like I was fighting, like I was in a battle with them. Yeah, and it's always when someone is talking during a set and, and you know, and they're in their own world, that yeah. is exactly where they are. They're in their own conversation. So you can kind of rip them off and, you know, treat them. I mean, a heckler who sh- shouts at you, Yes, you can at least kind of, Directly make contact sure, with and put sure. down and say shut the fuck up. Yeah. But if someone's having their own conversation, mm. you can scream until you're <laughs> yes, blue yes. in the face. They're going to continue having that conversation. But I will say yeah, this about last yeah. night: they, they felt like a trade union because an injury <laughs> to one was an injury to all. So if I made fun of someone, someone yeah, they're always like, "Oh, he's one of us." So that was a bit like weird. Oh, and um, but look, I've like you, you've got that gig in in uh, is it Centurion? Yeah, the Ridgeback. Yeah. Yeah. So that gig, they mad rowdy. But if you bring the 
the fire there yes, with you. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? And like, it's, it's become a wonderful, and mm. this relates to the whole geek thing as well that we've sure. been talking about. It's this Roman Centurion. This is the Ridgeback. This is this is sports bar. This for <laughs> Owens of Friday on the you know flip collars, eh? And it's because oh, it's like close to the cricket stadium, but and it's like <laughs> like on a Friday. It's the Oaks they take Oaks, their shirts yeah. off before they blixem each other wow. kind of thing. You know what I mean? Because yes, yes. the shirts so, expensive, man. Yeah. It's a lacoste. So it's either that or you got the kind of two tone. You know, so I mean, it's, sure. it's, it's more Afrikaans, but it is actually quite diverse, surprisingly yes. so. But it's young people who are you know young and full of come kind of vibes. Sure. So it's aggressive and it's people to go to go drink. And then we started this comedy night there. Yeah. yeah. And then you know the first three times it was rough because they're they're not really there for the comedy it sure. just happens to be there and then progressively like you say yeah. the acts that we book there are acts that we go bring fire bring energy yeah. they bring it now what's happened is we've got regulars coming in and mm. now all of a sudden and it's comic book fans and you know yeah. actually yeah. It's kind of comedy fans sure. that have invaded the space that's usually <laughs> a for, complete for different Oaks type for, of uh, alpha male I know? remember that Brandy and Coke specials left right and center, center I was never yeah. ready I was like this this is about to but, go down but, but I've got a question for all three of you and this is, this might be a controversial question but mm. excellent so, so, some, so sometimes like and this is me, like sitting in the audience. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, do you sometimes realize that okay, maybe that was like a shitty story that I told, and maybe that's why the audience is not reactive oh, and participatory? Yeah. yeah, in the yeah. sense that what yeah. that story was over the line. No, not it's necessarily cut. over the line, it's just, just like lame, like oh, lame. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it happens sometimes. You try out new material, it doesn't work. Okay, yeah. you move on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. but it, but it is the most deafening silence yes. in the world. If something really <laughs> dies, it's like that silence echoes. Yeah, in your, yeah. yeah. And the rest that, of the room, they don't notice it, but for you, it's yeah. like you just hear. Three seconds of yeah, yeah. It's the like dissonance. Noise. It's, it's <laughs> the dissonance of your own demise. Yeah. Essentially, I couldn't sleep last night. I play Shadow of Mordor till four in the morning, like killing orcs, be. like to yeah. have my revenge. Oh, yeah. It was like it was, last yeah. night was Heckle really me dark. Now, you prick. It was like and you, and and I get what Vic is saying. When it's new material, it makes sense. But I'm like. These are bulletproof yeah. bits. Yeah, but that just—that's just an audience that doesn't give a shit. That's um. like they—it's that the old the old anti heckle line of don't you hate it when you you come to a nice place to have a few drinks and talk shit and some idiot builds a comedy club around you. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what it is. Like they're completely oblivious to anything but their own world. Yeah. But I would like to say this about your gig, Hannes. Uh, th- that group is still diverse. Like mm, it is very because diverse, it's yeah. there were people who like are are, are like artisans. People who are students, yeah. people mm. who are professionals, yeah. you know, it's like, it's cool, it's one catchment area, but what, but they're, they're all into different shit. shit. Yes, yeah. that's true as well. But you know what I mean? So like, you can bounce off, they all have different experiences yeah. and worldviews. So if you're like, okay, students, I got something for you. Yeah, and you can hook into a group and yeah. then mm. when the others, you know, as you go along kind of thing, you yeah. know, because there's one group you can start and then systematically get the rest of the room. Exactly, you know? So I mean, like, when we played the Orati, but like I said, when you came, they were like, hey, yeah. we're, we're we're enjoying this. this yeah. cool. Last week in Cape Town, I went to a funeral and we had the cake and tea, whatever, like typically colored and mm. then the biryani. And then afterwards <laughs> we had after tears, right? So we went to the guy, the, the, the uncle who died. We went to his, um, his, uh, apartment, right? Yeah. Mm. And there was this guy. 
he's actually like a driver of some sort, but yes. in transport, but he's, he's actually a comedian. Like he's a budding comedian. Uh, and he was yes, telling yes. jokes and I was just like, all these ladies were sitting and it was just, oh, he's amazing. Laughing. And I was just sitting and they, and then they got angry at me for not laughing at his jokes. Then he apologized to me because he, he, he told me like five jokes and I didn't laugh. And then I said to, and then he's like, okay, Gavin, maybe my, my, my jokes are cucks. So I said, no, 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 my levels are just like slightly higher. <laughs> no, you there know. we go. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's what you walked into last night was literally like a Facebook echo chamber. Everybody has one particular opinion and you're the idiot walking in going, folks, can we all just get along? Yeah. yeah I and mean, I, yeah, you don't want to do that. I'm, but also it's like, it's also a dangerous like thing to blame audiences. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to get and into sometimes that. Sometimes it is their freaking fault. Let's yeah, be honest. I just, I just don't want to get into that habit of just like walking off and being like, oh, that audience was terrible. It's like, no, maybe you were shit. Maybe yeah. you. I, I actually uh, read a, a thing. It's a great book if you're into comedy and want to find out more about the minds of comedians. It's a Judd Apatow book mm. called Sick in the Head. And it, it, Judd Apatow's story is long before he started making movies and, and he's, he, 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 well, he, he shared a house with Adam Sandler. The start of both their careers and everything, but even when he was at high school mm. for the the school's radio um, station, he ran like a little show where he went in uh, at the age of thirteen interviewed comedians. Sure, and mm. then this has been something that throughout his life has been a bit of a passion. Sure. So mm. now that he's in the industry where he's well known and 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 well respected, he's just got better access to people. But he used to kind of stalk Jerry Seinfeld, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and do interviews with him, uh, pretending that he's an actual journalist uh, meanwhile it's a 13 year old um and wow. it's fascinating i saw in, in in him in discussion with chris rock yeah saying that exact same thing is you don't blame the audience yeah. if you know you you can if you want to but then you're demeaning your own experience yeah of the night as if you're going it was just them yeah you're, going, well, you're also like you're 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 not taking responsibility because like i still have a job at the end of the day yeah. you know what i mean like i what kind of job your One way to entertain. Yeah, where we I work for fifteen minutes and then <laughs> like go and it's a hard knock life. Oh, it's so rough if you knew the pressures. Um, <laughs> I mean, where do I stand oh, on the stage? You know. Is the, has the microphone been switched on for me? You know what I mean? Am I wearing cotton or linen tonight? No. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you don't want to get to the point where you're making excuses. You've been employed to provide a service. At the end of the day, mm. you got to provide that service. Yeah. If you're having a it's bad a contract, day, uh, yeah, you got to put that aside. It's like like, I'm here to work. I can't. People, people are in a mine somewhere. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. doing crazy work. I can't be upset that somebody didn't love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes uh, you just got to put it into perspective and be like, yeah. yo, you need to calm the it's, hell down. It's that thing where, 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 where comedians have their own language. You know, like if you, if you do well, you kill. If yes. you do poorly, you die. And, and then people will throw, you know, if it's a rough night, you know, and the MC walks off stage and you're like, oh, how are they? And then they'll say, yeah, no, it's another night in the trenches. And I'm like, it's like, just no. fucking actual warfare. There aren't bullets flying around. Yeah. No one's going to fucking have an arm amputated yeah. if there's, you know, so you're we do sometimes trench complain. Foot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We complain and moan about the, the night, but then it's, it's really not, you know. You know what I mean? Like I, I went after the gig, I, I, uh, I went and played Xbox. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but, that, but that's the thing. I mean, there's the number of times where, I mean, you and I both, all three of us have had sure. this thing where you walk into a venue and you know that you are batting lowest common denominator material. That is what they're going to laugh at. So break yeah. out the dick jokes and have a chuckle. Yeah. You're yeah. not, they're not going to laugh at your material about New Zealand embroidery patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, exactly. 
Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm just happy that I'm surrounded by gentlemen who can man up to a situation. <laughs> like man up. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, Ek weet amper nie wat om te doen nie Want ek wa Gavin just made a suggestion For what we wanted to do And I, I just mm-hmm. wanted to go Okay no 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 go ahead Go ahead But but we quickly just give us an indication A rewriting okay. issue is the name of the show What's yes. the premise of the show What the, is the The premise is like um, So my, da- my dad was My dad was a school teacher for most of his life His last gig in uh, public service Was at the department of education And when we were kids Like he'd give us books you know, like we wanted, we wanted big parties at 16 and he gave us like books on soap like him. Like, what are we going to do with this? Like nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to make out with a dude. I love your dad. I mean, I love him now, but back then I was like, what are you doing? And, and the older I got, I was interested in the way people are and why that is. Like we, we're like an amalgamation of a bunch of things that have happened for hundreds and hundreds of mm. years. Mm. Socially, when it comes to religion, it comes to our, our, our history and, and even our interactions are governed by what's happened. And, and what I thought would be cool ideas is kind of taking actual things and then butchering them to make them contemporary. Like I was telling Vic about the story of, um, like Moses leaving, crossing the Red Sea and Mm -hmm. then the burning bush was speaking Mm. to him and people say he was crazy, but it was just him burning in Peppo. And then, (laughs) which is a traditional, you know, herb to talk to the ancestors and, and then the Lord was like, Hey, come back. And he was like, No, it's crazy out there. He's like, No, but you forgot your charger. So Moses went back to Egypt because it's hard to find a Huawei charger. So it's just like I'm. T- it's like it's factual things, but then at the end of them, interpreting them and and going, why why do we take what do we take from the story? Yes. You know what I mean. Mm. So if it's if it's religion or it's history, at the end of the day, it's about like trying to trying to see what that reveals about us. And who we are today. Okay. Yeah, that's the idea. Stuff. Yeah. And, and, and history is kind of told from whoever wants to tell it. Sure. Point of perspective. Exactly, you know. You know? Uh, we're seeing it so much. And, and, and it's interesting how people today, especially, uh, thanks to our access and our immediacy of access to news, mm. you choose your own history because you choose what you read and how much of it. You exactly. Know? You decide what you want to consume. Your Twitter feed is not representative of anything but your interests. Yeah. If that makes sense. sense. You yeah. go out, yeah. I want to follow CNN. I want to follow bigbooty.com. And, uh, you as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brothers in arms. Yeah. Uh, Pornhub.com. <laughs> Bless you and you know what I mean? sail with you. Or you Taking follow, up the arms struggle. Like ten Sky's, years today. Ten years today? It's the anniversary of... <laughs> hey, a really? Is that, is that an, a real fact? Uh, I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But not, not today, but like two two weeks ago, yes. there were like people posting on social media uh, saying Pornhub is 10, 10 years, years old. old. Oh, wow. It's oh, crazy. Ten years <laughs> well done. Let's give them a clap in the hand as if they don't get enough. Uh, but Gavin, but you do have some information of, of, of history, yes, you know, I, things I, that happen today I wanna in test, the world. And this is for all of you. I want to yes. test your... Uh, uh, as a little bit of a quiz, I want to test your general knowledge. Oh boy. I, I hope you didn't. You've sat here the longest, mm-hmm. so I hope you didn't uh, like peek on my notes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So today in history, something huge happened in the UK. The UK, Margaret um, Thatcher. This is what's elected. No. Twenty-three um, June. David Beckham scored from halfway. Let me give you a clue. <laughs> Let me give you a clue. Um, Know, the score or the uh, or the outcome was fifty one point nine percent to forty eight point one percent. Yeah, it was a year ago today. today. And still haven't a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A year May ago today. 
And they yeah. still have they, they still have to deal with the the, out, the fallout from that. Brexit to me it sounds like the cock you have after breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, no, but but not only that, but it's like a you know a, a supplement you can take to ensure that yes. you have you know it's like a brand you know kind of a high fiber su- yeah, high fiber supplement to ensure that Brexit. you know you're regular. Yeah, Brexit when you want to damage the plumbing. So, what was that? Black Forest tea. What yes, that, 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 yeah, that's evil. Like, yeah, but like any advert with with people that uh, are suffering from constipation, you know, they're always like ballet dancers. You know what I mean? Seneca. Like, feeling it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a little bit like you and I this week, Hannes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I think any of those ads, if they're going to have stuff about getting relief and feeling less bloated, they should play the 1812 overture over it. Okay, next one. Yes. The Hannes and I mentioned the name earlier on. Someone, someone of the wife of a. What 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 do you mean? like struggle um, hero? Stalwarts. Stalwarts, yeah. Yeah. That person died under very weird circumstances. Oh wow! Is it this? This was in 1997. Today, in New York. No, no, no. Samora Michelle's plane crashed apparently. Yeah, the not in New York. Uh, South, someone, Africa, South African stalwart. Someone died in New York. In New York. In nineteen ninety-seven. In nineteen ninety-seven. Let me give you a clue. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, this person died, right? Very famous person. Tokyo says swell his marriage. No, <laughs> <laughs> this person died. And uh, okay, so the circumstances were she uh, she died in that's a she she, she died in a fire. That was caused by her grandson. Who am I talking about? Oh, Jesus. Wow. Malcolm X's wife, Betty X. Oh, oh wow. Today in 1997. Malcolm X is hardcore. Anyone yeah. ever read uh, Malcolm X as told by Alex Haley? No, uh, I saw no. the movie with Denzel Washington. Spike Lee. As long. The most recent Malcolm X thing I found was uh, Jesse Ventura's book, American Conspiracies, where he deconstructs what happened mm. and mm. the documents that were declassified. Jesse Ventura, the former professional wrestler. Yes, and more importantly, Blaine in the movie Predator. Oh. Also yes. Ace Ventura's cousin. Cousin. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. And then my last one. You are probably going to get this. Okay. Okay. The, so today, mm. 23rd of June, in 1989, one of the biggest American superhero films debuted on the big screen. Superman. What am I talking? Yeah. No, 1989. No, 1989. No. I, actually, I, I, sadly, I did see your paper when you Batman. said that. <laughs> yes, you're right. Batman. I yeah, yeah. 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 The Dark Knight. Was it not with Keaton? No. Michael Keaton with... Um, Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Yeah. Kim Bassinger. Yeah. You know what? Um, no, she was a Vicky Vale. She was uh, the journalist love interest. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It aged badly. Yeah. But yeah. then it was the biggest, it was uh, the biggest movie of the mm. year, probably. Mm. Still yeah. one of the best In questions. terms of box office. Do you remember, uh, hmm? do you remember the one with, uh, Schwarzenegger and Jim Carrey? Yeah, oh, the Joel Schumacher. Batman Forever. We don't <laughs> yeah. talk See, about See that, that one. the first two Batmans, Batman and Batman, uh, uh, returns. returns was Tim Burton, you know. 
Oh, with Diddy directors? Yeah. Oh, that's and then crazy. the second one was like with Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Yes. And, yes. and it got really dark. And then mm. the, I read about it the other day as well. Yeah. And then the studio, we're kind of got, they were kind of going, well, it's difficult to sell merchandise, you know, if, <laughs> the, if the penguin is kind of constantly, you know, spilling up this black liquid, you know. <laughs> you just can't really put that in a happy meal, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Like and that's when Joel Schumacher took over and you know, Joel um, Schumacher has actually officially apologized for that film because I'm terribly it? sorry for what I did to what is essentially the most amazing Uma comic Thurman book character. Mm. Oh, yeah, no, it says very nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I've realized? Sorry, it's just to jump in on this um, superhero thing. Uh, DC make great TV, comic stuff, and, animated and stuff. I think Marvel make better movies. I think Marvel's had a bit, uh, has had a longer turn doing it. Mm. They've, they've managed to iron out all the kinks. I mean, they still have to apologize for Iron Man 3, but anyway. Yeah. But that's where we, we're, I mean, as a hardcore DC fan, I'm DC for life. DC. <laughs> uh, this man has yeah, tattoos of the Flash and Green Lantern, Lantern logos on him. So the Justice League, we were talking about it a bit earlier. I'm yes. really looking forward to it because Wonder Woman was, I thought, Fantastic! I really, really enjoyed it. Okay. So I think DC is challenging Marvel. Sure. Um, but whether the audiences will agree, yeah, that yeah, that's always oh, okay, that's yeah. always a fun dance. Mm. It's mm. interesting because DC characters, well, some of them don't have like uh, crazy superpowers. Yeah, a lot of them are just everyman. Yeah, with like every crazy gadgets. Everyone, yeah. Which is also interesting. If, if you go and make an analysis between the differences between Marvel and DC, there's mm. definitely a, um, a, a different type of a mm. morality tale that they. And, and as a comic company, like DC's got its kind of recipe a little yeah, bit, and, yeah. and Marvel's got its own. And, and Marvel certainly with Stan Lee, he wanted to appeal to the disenfranchised teenager sure. with Spider Man, for example. Yeah, so I've always said Marvel has got that kind of thing. It's a, you know, um, um, uh, a lot of heart and emotion almost involved in the heroes' lives, whereas mm. DC uh, quite often would have more kind of a political kind of play on, oh, on things, you know. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, the superheroes themselves become allegories for what's happening in our world. So Gotham and like, is like a character in its own. Yeah. Yes, yeah. You know? That's the, yeah. that was my brother when he studied graphic design. He said there were old, there are old parts of Johannesburg that if you had a look at the architecture, mm. like, in the early morning when the light filters through the buildings, it looks like Gotham City, oh, wow. where it's got that old art deco, art deco style of design. And Gotham is beautiful. It's, it's such a stunningly drawn, beautifully made world. But um, it's time for me. It's a, it's a regular insert. Once again, it relates a little bit to history mm. um, as well. Um, it is now time for, uh, let me just find it. Stoofpoepies, stoofpoepies, stoofpoepies van J.H. Heel stoofpoepies word natuurlijk in Sandwich
poepie is natuurlijk niemand anders as Aha! 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 Die lieflijke Aha! Um, this is one, just, I'm, I'm um, dedicating this one to my gastroenterologist. Um, Mr. Bond. Mr. Bond. Hmm? Check, this is a classic as well. Oh no, it doesn't want to play it. Nice. Uh, now I'll have to do my crying in the rain. <laughs> I want Which you is... to play the living daylights. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> It's so Aha is a Norwegian band. Norway's not known for their musical prowess, but Aha were huge <laughs> in the eighties. They sold they've sold a hundred million records. That's wow. impressive. That's sure. pretty yeah. impressive. Yeah. So that's our stuff poopy for today's Aha. It was Stay on These Roads, which is from their, their debut album, one of their biggest uh, uh, hits. In the, they only had two hits in the states. This is the other one. This oh, is yeah. that, that funky video. Take on me. Yeah. Very good song. I remember when this video first came out, it was mind-blowing. Yeah. It was like, whoa, it's Pete, all it, it won more MTV Video Music Awards than Thriller. Impressive. Wow. I've heard this somewhere. The only other thing I oh, really reminds me of not having uh, girlfriends. <laughs> like, you stand at five, your first garage party, and all the other boys get to close dance with... Uh, and <laughs> I, I was, I was that kid. That's, it's a geek thing, I suppose. But I was, my date was the chips bowl. <laughs> you and me both. Right? Who's your plus one? The yeah. buffet. Yeah. My girlfriend's a teacher, and they had to write essays at the school. And this one kid was like, we were dancing so passionately, our bodies were so close together. There wasn't even enough. Uh, room for Jesus. These are like 16 year old kids. Oh, wow. The passion. The passion. The glory. The (laughs) prematurity. (laughs) Gavin, are you going to entertain us with a, with a quick ghost story? Because uh, yes. time really yes. flew. I'm a bit surprised. Wow. That I, could like, I had so much yeah. fun with you guys. Thank like, you. Yeah. Thank you you were unknown guys. names to me yesterday when Anna said to me like <laughs> who the guests are. And but now I have been pleasantly like surprised and entertained. Yay. Like oh my I, god! Yeah. I had the same discussion with an escort once. Uh, <laughs> the Poloni. The Poloni. Talking or? about escorts. So <laughs> yes, the Poloni. So <laughs> what happens is the no, it's not a quiz. I'm going to tell you who it is. Yes. Right. So so this person died. <laughs> this person, thank you, Anis, for that sound effect. This person died, like, I think three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. A very public death in South Africa, but gruesome, right? It's not Russian he stuff is the something. owner of teasers. Uh, Lolly Jackson. Lolly Jackson. I met Lolly Jackson once. Yeah. But carry on. So, but, so now last week, Work just took me to teasers, right? Mm-hmm. I was just, just there. Yeah. Work, I had to yeah, go and yeah. pick up a document, of right? Course, this yeah. is a, true a business story. Yeah, yeah, sure yes, thing. I had to go and pick up. And then I walked through teasers and they, and then they said to me, um, one of the, the people there said to me, Lolly's still here. He's, he's not dead. Mm. So what happens is, so the dancers would dance and things like that, right? <laughs> he's and he's still not one, paying. <laughs> <laughs> at two o'clock. On a Friday or Saturday or Sunday morning, they find Lolly still counting money really? in his office. Because he made enough that it would take more than a lifetime to count, probably. I kid you not. The, the bizarre part is still coming. So Lolly's office is oh, still okay. there, and it still says, so now it's owned by a new guy, right? But it still says Lolly's office, no entry, 
with like a circle and that Roy street piece of deer, ne? And, but the new owner, like he, he, he you know, it's, it's his office, but, but they still kept that sign. This is Lolly's office. So what happens is, so the dancers would like, you know, dance and do their thing and whatever. And when they would walk past his office, they would hear the money machine. Cause he mm-hmm. had like a, you give it yeah. a, a machine, but thank you for the side effects. Um, that they can hear that in the morning uh, uh, at, at like two o'clock or whatever. It's absolutely freaky. And here comes the most freakiest part. And that is that, so Lolly's ex-wife, um, I think Demi or someone, they had a birthday party for her one day oh, yeah? at Teaser's. This is a true story. And while they were cheering and like having like a <laughs> bit of champers and things like that for, for Demi, celebrating her birthday, hello, coochie coochie and kisses and whatever, they heard like a pop sound of a champagne bottle oh. in Lolly's office. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like going tonight just to see. Go yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. For research purposes. Only, <laughs> don't go and play games until 4 o'clock in the morning. Go to teasers. Yeah, play until 3 and then go to teasers for an hour. Because by then the girls are tired and you can do. How's that? Yeah. Oof, that's fantastic. That is? Dude, I want to get you on my podcast. Yeah. So yeah, because so Vic, tell us you've got a new podcast starting soon. In July, tell yeah. us a bit yeah. more about it's, that it's quickly. Called, it's called Urbane Myths. Yeah. And essentially, it's weird and wonderful oddball stories from around the country and uh, also around the world. Wow. And, and I definitely I want that story and any other. I mean, you've been involved in journalism, so you've probably stumbled For across years. the oddball story that has stumbled across your desk. Deal. And, and it's yes, those shaking yeah. hands. And those ghost stories and oddball stories are kind of interesting oh, yeah. and urban. Oh, there, there, there used to be a ghost tour in Pretoria that now closed its. Oh, wow. Did of, it close? Yeah, yeah, I, I, them or uh, yeah they, they, they did their last tour recently. So that's a bit sad. But oh, wow. okay, so it's so urbane myths. Myth. Yeah, instead of urban and, myths, and it's how urbane we, myths. How um, will we get hold of it once it's. Uh, a, a very good app that I use is called Podcast Addict. Once yeah, it's yeah, up yeah. and running, just search for urbane myths yes. and it'll, it'll search everything from, um, from iTunes to everywhere else, source them together, and you'll be able to get them through. I've got. 12 episodes recorded already so once we start and we launch then we'll Amazing. start l- releasing the episodes and I mean I'm starting with uh, I believe it's the Vela incident which is where we did or possibly didn't test atomic weapons <laughs> off the coast of South Africa and the, the, I love it the Americans claim it never happened the Israelis on the other hand probably are very quiet about it because there's high possibility they gave us the housings for the weapons wow. it's all this fun Ooh, stuff none of it's yeah. ever been proven it's it's great sounds very Oddball interesting stuff like that thanks for being here yeah. Vic, no Majak, yes. and then of course you're at Grahamstown with uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Grahamstown from the 29th to the 8th, uh, taking two one-man shows. How did I get you? Rewriting history. I'm um, in an ensemble show with Prince, uh, and we're gonna have guests every night. So I think we've got oh, we've got a whole roster lined up. So if people in Grahamstown, please come check us out. Please come support. To all the audiences, we love all of you. Even the bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> And then ba- the I'm at Carnival City, Carnival City tonight. Um, you guys are working this weekend as well, yeah, so people um, should check your, your oh, we're Facebook also at Parkers. Yeah, yeah, I'm, at, at, Parkers. I'm at the Goliath Club tonight. Yes. Tomorrow night I'm with you at Parkers. Yeah. I'll we, just be at my house. Yeah, Gavin, yeah. thank Come you, thank through, you for Gavin. joining. <laughs> be our guest. I think we we were a great team today. Yay! So well uh, I think it's time to say, Kasi, we hope you full go better. Yeah, And that was the Casper Radio Show for today. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye.
Bye. Goodbye. Stay well. Bye bye. Body guard. Goodbye. Goodbye. Stay well. Don't see. Bye bye. Cliffcentral.com.